dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for calling me. Thank you for giving me this platform. Thank you for choosing me to be your spokesman. Thank you for counting me faithful, putting me in the ministry. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I am grateful. I am grateful to you for this platform. Thank you for the nations of the earth that have been reached through this little platform. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I ask you to speak through me right now. Holy Spirit, take over my mind. Take over my vocal cords. I yield myself to you. I yield my will to you. Holy Ghost, speak to me first. And speak to my brothers and my sisters. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. I woke up this morning with this burden in my heart with a very strong uh, passion with uh, a repentant heart myself because I feel strongly that I have not been a responsible Christian as far as the uh, reaching out to the unsaved, as far as um, fulfilling the Great Commission is concerned. I, I do quite a few things, but I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. I can do more and more and more. More than I'm doing right now. I can pray more than I'm praying right now. I can preach more than I'm preaching right now. I woke up with that burden and I was sitting in the couch and meditating. I didn't even feel like preaching anymore because there's this feeling of inadequacy. This feeling uh, that I am disappointing God. You know, but I've come to realize that we don't walk by feelings. So I decided to come share the same burden with you. What is on my heart? Turn the Bibles to the book of Matthew chapter 9. Matthew chapter 9, verse 35. Matthew 9, 35 to the end, to 38. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in the synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and, and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is truly plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Child of God, I believe Jesus still has compassion 
on the multitudes. Jesus saw the sick. He saw how helpless humanity was. He saw how helpless the people were. He saw that they were on their way to hellfire, eternity without God. Nothing has changed in the world. I believe he's, he's there at the right hand of the Father making intercession for us. I believe he's still praying for us to arise. Look at the society where you live in. Look at the immorality. Look at your own family. Don't look too far. Look at your family. How many people in your family are on their way to heaven? How many people in your family are genuine believers in Jesus Christ? How many people are sincerely saved? How many people are born again in your family? How many? How many people look at your workplace? How many people are saved? How many people are saved in your family? At your workplace? How many people? Look at your church. How many people are truly born again? How many people are truly born again? You can imagine that Jesus is still weeping. Jesus is still having compassion. As I'm talking to you now, somebody has slipped into eternity without God. As I'm speaking to you right now, somebody has died without Jesus. As I'm speaking, somebody in your family, somebody in your family is on the sick bed, is so sick, could die before the end of this year. Who is going to reach them with the gospel? Who is going to tell the world that Jesus is the answer? Times are getting so hard. The Bible says that in the last days, perilous times shall come. A couple of things happened this week and there was nothing I could do. Let me rephrase that. I could do something, but I didn't do much. I could do something, but I didn't do prayer. I could pray. I could send a voice note. I could give, a, give them a call, but I was overwhelmed. You know what the devil does in these last days? He keeps believers busy with their own problems. He keeps believers busy trying to get a breakthrough. He keeps us busy trying to pay bills, put food on the table. Oh, God help us. So rabanati shoki paradina marapa. Ripoko tokanas. The harvest is plentiful. The laborers are few, but the churches are full. The harvest is plentiful. The harvest is plentiful. The laborers are few, while the churches are filled with churchgoers, so-called Christians. While right there within the church, many are dying. I've been to a church for a couple of months now, Nobody has ever challenged anyone to give their hearts to Jesus. Nobody. Nobody. Preachers come, preachers go. Nobody is challenged to surrender their life to Jesus. Nobody is challenged. And yet, there are so many unsaved people there. 
when the pastors make altar calls in other churches they do it half-heartedly they just do it for the numbers oh wow soul counts 200 souls like how many of those people how many of those people are being discipled how many of those people are being discipled satan has kept us so busy we're trying to build a big ministry trying to gain followers on social media trying to get multitudes 10,000 likes 100,000 likes why are we doing what we're doing when you get all the followers what are you going to do with them now you're looking for the next post that will get you the, the most likes brothers and sisters god is calling us to repent today i got a message a couple of days somebody uh, i was trying to disciple let me not mention the country but one of the farthest places on earth living in a very far place far country i've been trying and trying and trying and trying praying and praying to the point that the devil all tempted me to give up on him and i fell for it god forgive me i stopped talking with uh, to him for the, this whole year i've not been i got tired is the devil was working on both sides i'm not sure that guy is truly saved i'm not sure he's truly a disciple of jesus Christ. guys can i tell you something do you know there are so many people why do you think people are born they claim to be born again but they do things that people who are not born again do they still live like sinners they see drink what unsafe people drink smoke what they smoke do what they do i blame us the pastors i blame us believers i strongly believe i strongly believe i strongly believe and i know i'm standing on the word of god i know that many people didn't assumed that they are saved even pastors think that people are saved oh i watch great men of god the way they lead people in the prayer of salvation in my heart i say this is not what the bible says this is not how to do it and no wonder people think they are born again but they are not what did the bible say how do you lead people to christ romans chapter 10 from verse 9 he said that if you confess with your mouth the lord jesus and believe in your heart that god has raised him from the dead you will be saved he said if you confess with your mouth the lord jesus and believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead you will be saved so for somebody to be born, born again somebody to be saved he must confess with his mouth that jesus is lord and believe in his heart that god jesus uh, god raised him from the dead so those two elements and faith bible say faith comes by hearing in philippians 17 when they how would they believe in their heart by confessing with their mouth now how do we lead people to christ how we lead people to salvation determines how they live afterwards 
The Bible says, if you believe in your heart, the Lord Jesus, the Lord, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, so you must tell the people to say after me, Lord Jesus. There must be that element, Lord Jesus. They must also confess with their mouth that Jesus died for them and Jesus rose again. Oh, you need to hear. From today, pay attention to altar calls. Pay attention to how pastors make altar calls. Pay attention to it. He say, if you are here, you want to surrender your life to Jesus, say this prayer. I am a sinner in need of salvation. Come into my life and make me a child of God. Bye-bye to sin. Amen. That's it. Congratulations. You are now a, you are now a child of God. Congratulations. What did the Bible say? The Bible says, if you confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus, the Lord Jesus. There must be a place where somebody confesses that Jesus is Lord. We need to explain to people, what does Lord mean? Lord means owner. Jesus now owns you. Afterwards, you give your life to Jesus, surrender yourself to his Lordship. You are no longer the owner of your life, so you don't have the right to do whatever you like with it. Help people understand. It's not about 200 people said the prayer. Remember the parable of the sower. When people hear the word and they don't understand, the enemy comes immediately and steals that word from them. Some people you thought you led to Christ on their way home. The devil came and stole whatever you have sown there. There is play, that's the place for discipleship. That is the place for discipleship. That is the place for discipleship. That is the place. New believers must be fed. A newborn baby cannot do anything for himself. A newborn baby cannot do anything for himself. If you leave that baby to take care of himself, that baby is going to die. That baby cannot clean up herself. That baby cannot feed herself. You need to feed the little baby. You need to feed the little believers. The young believers need to be fed. That's what Jesus meant. He looked at them. Now he has preached to them. He has healed the sick. And he knows. He knew that some of them will get sick again next week. Because sometimes you tell them, you go and sin no more, lest something worse happens to you. He knew that some of them are going to get sick again. He has healed them. Child of God, can I tell you the truth? Healing is not permanent. Most of the times, healing people receive, the devil brings it back on them, and they don't know how to resist him. They don't know what to do. And they get sick again and die. <laughs> oh God, Lord help us. Jesus wept. He saw. He didn't say the people. Uh, the, 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 he didn't have mercy on the people because they were like sheep having no prophet. They were like sheep having no uh, evangelist. They were like sheep having no shepherd. A shepherd feeds the sheep. A shepherd cares for the sheep. A shepherd. He. Uh, treats the wounds of the sheep when the sheep is injured. A shepherd de defends the sheep from predators, from whatever wants to hurt the sheep. If the f a sheep falls into a pit, into a hole, the shepherd helps him. If the sheep falls into the water while, uh, while uh, drinking, the shepherd goes, swims in to rescue the sheep. There is a lot to ministry than people, leading people to say the prayer of salvation. There is more to that. 
more to that. There is a place for that. Have you seen? Today I'm speaking to you from the heart. Please take your theological heart off and please hear my heart. Take your theological heart off and please hear my heart. Please hear my heart. For those of you who are so learned, um, you are looking for homiletics and humanetics and context, please just put a pause on it and receive this message, except God is not speaking to you, except you are not the one I'm addressing. The people I'm addressing, they will hear me. Please, child of God, please, child of God. Oh, people are backsliding. People are backsliding. Two people I met this week, one of them was speaking to me from another country, far all the way, far away in Australia. Another person was speaking to me here in the Eastern Cape. Both of them were offended in God. They were angry with God. They were angry with God. The other one said, God is a hypocrite. God is a hypocrite. Why would he have allowed this thing to happen to me? Where was he? Why this evil thing was happening to me? Where was he? God is a hypocrite. I hate God. This was a tongue-talking believer. The other one was telling me, man, I know he had given up already. He was so angry, he punched his mirror. He punched his mirror. He broke it. He broke the mirror. He was so angry with at God. God, why don't you heal me? God, I've been asking for breakthroughs. Why don't you give me a breakthrough? God, I am so angry. You refuse to give me a breakthrough. I've been praying. Why would you let me struggle? Oh, I tried to convince them that God is not their problem. Instead, God is their solution. But they wouldn't listen to me. But they are far away. They are far away. The other one was a lady. I wish I could go to her house. She was stranded late at night. I wanted to offer her to come to my house. I called my wife. My wife said she could come. But no. I was afraid. I'm sorry to use that word. Yes, I, I get afraid sometimes. I was afraid. She was going to court the following day because somebody raped her, beat her up. So she's still uh, in that trauma. She still she lost her mind as a result. But child of God, what was the sister doing in the house of an unbeliever? What was a born-again person doing in the house of an unbeliever to get raped? What were you doing? What, okay, let's assume he came to your house. Like, Jesus said we should not keep companies with unbelievers. How can your bestie be an unsafe person? Oh, my bestie, my bestie, my best friend, my be very close friend, an unbeliever. With all the things you know about unsafe people, unsafe people, they don't have the same father as you unsaved people the, their father is the devil the prince inside them is the prince of the power of the air the devil is ruling them the devil is telling them what to do they take instructions from the devil they can still kill or destroy jesus told them you are of your father the devil you are of your father the devil they have the dna of satan they can kill you they can rape you they can betray you, they can blackmail you, they can accuse you falsely, they can steal from you, they can shoot you for money. What are you doing? What fellowship has light with darkness, the Bible says? What 
are you doing as a child of God? Some of the problems we have, we are living in perilous times, times of difficulties, but many of the problems are self-inflicted. You, then the devil accuses, makes you accuse God, tells you God is responsible. You are a Christian. This cannot be happening to you. But who opened the door to Satan? All this boils down to a lack of discipleship. There is a big need, a big need for laborers. The harvest is plentiful. The laborers are few. You are that laborer. He said we should pray to the Lord of the harvest that will send forth laborers into his harvest field. You are that laborer. You are that laborer. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Create the platform. Create a platform. Create a platform for discipleship. Start a small fellowship in your house. Invite your neighbors. Start one at your workplace. Tell them, lunchtime, can we have, spend half an hour to share the word of God together? You don't have to do it physically. You can create a WhatsApp group. You can have an audio meeting, WhatsApp meeting. You can do it over Zoom. You can do it over Microsoft uh, 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 Teams. Uh, you can do it over Google Meet. There are so many platforms God has given us. If you have internet, if you have WhatsApp, you have a platform for discipleship. Please, please get my book titled Make Disciples. Get my book titled Grassroots. It's there on my website. Download it free of charge. If you want to buy it on Amazon, go buy. Buy Fulfilling Your Ministry. Buy the book Fulfilling Your Ministry. God has led me to write this book. It's there available for you. It's available to you. The purpose was to be able to answer the prayer of Jesus. He said, pray to the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest field. Father, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. Forgive me for neglecting the harvest field. Jesus, Samuel Odo, is asking you to forgive him. I'm asking you, forgive me, Lord. Forgive me, Lord. Forgive me, Lord. Lord, I'm sorry. I confess my sin of negligence. I confess my sin of laziness. I confess my sin of my nonchalant attitude towards the Great Commission. Forgive me, Lord Jesus. Have mercy on me, Lord. Have mercy on me. Forgive me for being so unfaithful. Oh, God, I repent this morning. I repent this morning. Forgive me. Holy Spirit, I am sorry. Forgive me for not heeding. Oh, not yielding to you, not yielding to your nudging, not yielding to your impressions. Forgive me, Lord, for not reaching out to the people you have laid on my heart. Forgive me. I talk about the backsliders, but I don't do anything about it, Lord. Forgive me. Forgive me. I talk about the pastors, how they are failing you, but I know I can do something about it. Forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive me. Child of God, we need to repent. We have been negligent. We have been more concerned about putting food on our table. We have been more. Satan has kept us preoccupied, running around trying to raise money to pay our bills. Child of God, you are not saved to pay your bills. You are not saved to pay your bills. <laughs> Apostle Paul says, in nakedness often, in in fastings often, in hunger 
in hunger. They beat these guys up. The guys that brought the gospel to us, they did not bring it to us in comfort. Life was not easy for them. Life was not easy. The gospel is going to cost you your time. The gospel is going to cost you your resources. The gospel is going to cost you your energy. What are you willing to give? Jesus is still weeping. He's still looking at the multitudes in the valley of decision. He's still looking at the multitude of the unsaved people roaming around, dying every day, dying in motor accidents, dying of drug addiction. He's looking at the families that are broken, the children left vulnerable, parents being preoccupied with fighting with each other. The children are suffering. I walk around the street of King Williamstown on Saturdays. I see teenage girls, young girls, young girls. They're still developing. Young girls dressing like prostitutes, wearing skipping clothes, roaming around McDonald's and KFC with young boys. Opposite my house, I see them drinking, and I just look at the wind, look out through the window, and I just wing, I just say, oh, this nation, I just complain, and I do nothing. God has given me a voice, he has given me a printer to print out gospel tracts, to go distribute to those kids, and yet I do nothing. Lord, forgive me. Father, forgive me. I repent today. I repent today. I see, I see a lot of unsaved people. I see the need. I see the need, yet I do nothing. Child of God, you see the need. Where you work as a teacher, you see the unsaved people, but you do nothing. You do nothing about it. We need to repent today. The harvest is plentiful. The laborers are few, and yet the churches are full. The church is the church is also a harvest field. If you are a pastor, a lot of your members are not born again. God has put you in charge of those people. You can go to their houses and they will be so glad you came. They will be so glad you came. You share the gospel with them, lead the entire family to Jesus Christ. Lead them to commit their life to Jesus. You can baptize them. How many people have you baptized this year in your church? How many people have you baptized as a believer? How many people? Lord, have mercy on us. Lord, have mercy on us. Lord, have mercy on us. The harvest is plentiful. The laborers are few, but the churches are full. Believers are there speaking in tongues, bragging on Facebook about how many people they've healed. Oh, yet, 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 yet. They don't care. They don't care about the lost. They don't care about the backsliders. They don't care. Child of God, the Great Commission is twofold. You win the lost and you make disciples. You win the lost and you turn them to disciples of Jesus Christ. What are you? Are you making disciples? Many believers are not making disciples. So many believers. Oh, my pastors. Oh, my pastors. Oh, my pastors. You open your church only on a Sunday and you lock it up after the Sunday, the short service, and you open it up again next Sunday. No wonder the churches are drying up. 
No wonder your people are not strong. No wonder your people are living in sin. No wonder your people are living like unsaved people. No wonder you're burying them and you're not sure of where they're going. I'm going to hold you accountable. I am going to hold you accountable. What about Bible studies? What about visiting them? What about sharing the gospel with them? What about telling them the truth about the gospel? For those of you who see them and you refuse to tell them the truth because you you are afraid lest you offend them, I will go to, I'm going to hold you accountable, said the Lord. I will hold you accountable. I will hold you. I will ask you about their soul. I will ask you, what shall it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Child of God, God is speaking to us today. What are you going to do about the children? What are you going to do about the ministry? You're waiting for the day you have a building. You're waiting for the day you have everything that you need. All you need is your voice. All you need is your Bible. Take up your Bible. Raise your voice. Speak. Use your platforms. Jesus is calling you. The harvest is plentiful. Look. Look. Look at the harvest feed. It's ready for, for, for harvest. Some of them are overripe. They are rotting away. They are rotting away. The harvest is plentiful. What are you going to do? The devil has kept us so busy minding our own business. That business will not be so. That, be, that money, that breakthrough will not come. It will not come until we seek first the kingdom and its righteousness. Only then are we guaranteed. Only then are we guaranteed that all other things shall be added unto us. We are busy debating about doctrine. We are busy debating about men of God. We are busy debating about the, the soccer, the football players. We are busy arguing about everything, including with unsaved people. And they are dying and going to hell. We go to work with them. We travel in the same vehicle with them. We go to lunch with them. We, we play sports with them. Oh God, have mercy. Oh God, have mercy child of God, God is calling us today. God is calling us today. God is calling us today. Calling us back. Calling us back to make the main thing the main thing. To make the main thing the main thing. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in the synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Jesus was busy. He was busy. He was busy. He went about doing good, healing. God has given you the ability to heal the sick so that when the sick are healed, they ask you how. You tell them Jesus did it and use it as an opportunity. Remember what happened in the book in the, uh, at the beautiful gate? After that miracle, 5,000 people, the number of disciples increased. Uh, 5,000 people because of one healing. The supernatural, you want to demonstrate the supernatural power of God. Why? The supernatural power of God, the purpose of the supernatural is soul winning. Oh, Kaboli Teri, Alana Mambrofectena, Jaramalakotuk, Alana Makatila, Humeshi Kaprakas. Not for you to become famous on YouTube and Facebook. I intentionally don't post my healings on Facebook, I don't post my healings on social media. For the same reason, I see a lot of people get healed. I hardly, I hardly, I hardly post it. How many? Because my Facebook are full of believers, are pastors. The pastors will either get jealous or uh, uh, praise me. 
and say, wow, God is using him in a mighty way. How does that solve anybody's problem? The miracles are signs for unbelievers to bring them in. If all your miracles happen in church, inside the four walls of a church, oh, I get tired of people receiving prophecies after prophecies, prophecy after prophecy. Every man of God comes to prophesy on you. We go to receive impartation. We run around for the men of God to lay hands on us and we fall. We fall. We fall down. Fake falling. Falling. Can't see falling. We fall to make the man of God happy because it's the Pentecostal thing to do. Our churches are full of drama. No wonder people don't want to have anything to do with it. Churches are full of drama. 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 The other day I was giving a word of knowledge and somebody kept saying, Oh yes, man of God. Oh yes, man of God. I stopped. I He put me off. I stopped. I stopped. Okay, at what point will you say, Oh no, man of God, it's not correct. What if I'm wrong? Because prophecy, as long as it's flowing through this leap, passing through the flesh, God speaks to, to your spirit and you process it through your soul and it comes out of your mouth with all those prophecies all those processes the prophecy is no longer 100% many of the times and now what if I miss it you keep saying oh yes man of God I stopped it stopped it cut me off cut me off we are full of shows show 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 God please forgive us please forgive us help us to make the main thing the main thing help us Lord Help us, Lord. But when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. I watch documentaries about India. I see 1.4 billion people most of the 1.4 billion people are going to hell. Oh, God, have mercy. That's why I started the Bible school. That's why I started the Bible school, to mobilize laborers for the harvest, to mobilize laborers for the harvest of India. I'm about to start Bible school. If you're interested, give me a call. I want to start Bible school for English-speaking people. Because I do that one because the people speak Hindi and I have an interpreter. But I want to start one that I speak only English. If you are interested, you want to be trained. Oh God, Nepalana Kalsata Ditara Depura Mandarikara Batura Badakara Katira Bosipara. The Lord just spoke to me, it's time to start my the Bible school, the online Bible school. It's time to start it. We're gonna start with the Great Commission. We're going to start with the Great Commission. The course, the Great Commission course. Yeah, yeah, we're going to start. I will put out the advert. Um, uh, please, if you're interested, send me a WhatsApp. Because the, we, we want to answer this prayer of Jesus. Say, pray the Lord of the harvest. Send for labor. I want to equip the laborers. The Great Commission will start with that course. Call me on plus two seven. My number is plus two seven six three three five four eight six four six. That is my number. 
6335486646 is my number send me a whatsapp give me a call tell me i want to be part of the bible school i don't know if we're going to charge for it if even if we are charging we are charging a very minimal amount but oh katali barasandele boka libra stana barakote bramatali karosa libra stako rebene kesu pababaya Lord, I will do it. Lord, please bless the Bible school in advance. Bless it, Lord. I know it's blessed because you told me to do it. Please sign up for this online course. And you'll be happy you did. I want God wants to equip the laborers. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Can I pray for you? First of all, I want to lead us in this prayer of repentance. All of us. All of us. Say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, forgive me for neglecting the harvest field. Lord Jesus, forgive me for neglecting the harvest field. Forgive me for my disobedience. Forgive me. I repent today. Holy Spirit, fire up a new passion, a new compassion for the lost in Jesus name oh thank you father lord i pray for everyone under the sound of my voice now oh halibano preveko baraniki lukedalo vashtarobi burukuma pizza na pras etaromande regdaroka zikele brumantorabu sharaba Mikitalo bare kasiro, eprano klapras tenia purabaka. Mestari teli super, all the pastors listening to me, all the believers listening to me. Hoshiba baro makero, bashta kira madoba, bahoria ziru mikiraro, vleniki starika, rekodari tu zibrefina krapo baliasta, jekoma vine ini krekusta rabaye aliaha, fashuri bia mupaye kitele kiki ndeleki arobu. Mizuvle nini kriti alektekto ishgalera dep homa pila retuvle fepere yaka. Astanu vinere ketora. Peridizus likitina kakale dine kikupene ne kiligli gidi gidi kireza. Ushpaveni roku pasteri. Ridini murfriani tilektatila. Pushteri galaru proslani. Joris likliki zikina no moko beges di kale no sheketa rayala. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Do what God has laid on your heart. Do it now before the devil steals the word from you. Do something. Please, I want to teach you how to start cell groups. I want to teach you how to run cell groups, discipleship platforms on a small group. Um, a small group. Um, I want to teach you how to win the lost. I want to teach you how to restore backsliders. Sign up for this Bible school. Send me the WhatsApp. Send me a WhatsApp. Send me an SMS. Give me a call. Send me an email. The information came with this podcast attached to it. Send me a WhatsApp. Sign up for the Bible school. Even if you don't have money, it's okay. We'll make a plan. The laborers are few. And the church is full. God bless you.